there, and welcome to Talk and Block. I'm your co-host, Megan. I'm Mitch, and we are the biggest blockheads outside of Australia. We're here, we're talking hallways. We're talking laundries. We're talking powders. We're talking revival of the cheating scandal. <laughs> we're talking study nooks. We're talking pools. It's all here. Let's get stuck in. So I think we should dive right into the cheating scandal that continues to rise from the grave. That's right. The original cheating scandal led to this new cheating scandal where all the other teams got their laundries ready last week for the install. Um, and Tanya and Vito, of course, didn't um, and then got theirs installed for free this week. Thank goodness Georgia was there to police the block because surely as heck the producers aren't going to do anything. Yeah, I mean, that's intentional, as we've discussed before. Yeah. The producers are setting this all up. And I, I really think Vito was so nonchalant in that clip we keep getting shown where yeah. he's like, you know, we cannot get to this this week because we just cannot, simply cannot. <laughs> like, I think he kn he knew. At that it, point, they knew yeah. that there was a good chance they were going to get it free. Yeah. Someone from Kinsman probably said, well, look, all the other teams are getting it this week. We could, Since it's only one team, we can probably yeah. come back and do yours next week. So they probably knew because they just don't, they're yeah. totally carefree. So it's I not think a bad they, theory. Yeah, I think, again, they knew in advance. They're trying to just take what they can get because, and, and Tanya said this in a couple of articles that I've read online, she, she deep down, they believe that they've been hard done by because there are all-stars on the block for a couple of yeah. reasons, in my opinion. The one reason is that these all-stars have more experience than them, so they just have skills that the newbies don't have. And the second reason is that they're kind of stealing the thunder. The thunder that Tanya and Vito maybe wanted for their own season. Maybe they want to be on Ford ads. Like yeah. Jimmy and Tam next season. Yeah, and you know that what? sort of stuff. They want to be on whatever. Exactly. They want to be famous. Like maybe. some you Well, Vito ads. probably doesn't because Vito seems just mortified to be outside of his house. I don't know. But um, <laughs> but actually, I'm going to add to my my Vito theory that he's never seen the block. I'm actually going to go out there on a limb and say Tanya's never seen the block before. Or maybe just either. a couple episodes. I think maybe she's seen a couple episodes. A friend mm -hmm. said, "Hey, you guys should apply. You're so quirky. Australia mm -hmm. would love you." Have purple you. hair. Oh my god. Yeah, because they again and again seem to have no concept of what the block entails only mm -hmm. now in week nine are we finally get hearing things like that's the block might and it's like mitch and i we know that that's the block mate and we're terrible we're total random rookies yeah. no idea what we're doing but we've at least seen the block before yeah. i don't think tony and vito have seen the block before so just to put a pin on this or put a bow on this latest cheating scandal it, it was just the bald face lying for me on this one where we have Tanya and Vito saying to the cameras, oh, you know, they're going to do it for free. I think you have a good theory that maybe they predict they'd be able to get it for, done for free. The producers don't step in because look at all the hay they're making off of this scandal. They're all TV commercials all week about this. They, they're saying it to the cameras. They know they're getting it for free. And then when the producers at the at the Hold weekend interview, they're the like, fire. oh, but you said to us many times you thought you'd be getting it for free. Like, oh, did, did we? we? Oh, did, did we? we? And they just, oh, it's oh, so that's, oh, painful. Oh, that's probably because we never talked about it. Oh, like, my gosh. And it changed their story. Lie. 180 degree change oh, to their story immediately on the spot. Oh, it's so painful. uncomfortable to watch. I feel like... I know. Squeamish watching their faces as they get caught in a lie. It was the same. You just want it yeah. to go away. It was you the just same want... way Tanya was talking as when she said, oh, that was my block phone or no, no, it was my personal phone or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. It's just like obvious lie. I, delayed I lying yeah. and delayed and kind of incompetent lying. They're not very good liars. That's the problem. Yeah. So then she waited. She doubled down actually and went around and tried to convince the all-star teams that they hadn't been 
cheating about this. We were going to pay all along. We were all going to pay. Look at the invoice. Look, we paid. Oh, haha. Isn't it funny that you thought we weren't going to pay? It's on you for being so suspicious. But there's the builder. And then Mar- Mar- I love Mark. Mark. Out on. Mark is like, oh, yeah, man. we called Bryce. And then instead of def- like, you you see that Vito and Tanya can't actually defend their actions. Right. They just start d- throwing ad hominem attacks at Mark. They have no logical basis on which to refute the claim that they were cheating no, or, you know, even out. mildly cheating. Yeah. They got called out and immediately re- they revert to calling him an old man, a cranky old man. And, and in the, the interview room, they're just like, get on with your build, mate. Get on with your like, build. Focus on your house. Yeah, I don't think Your house Mark- that keeps coming forth. You're, okay, their house is so much better than yours. We've been all over the judging. The judging means nothing. Yeah, exactly. Coming fourth and third is the same. Yeah, to hurl that kind of insult at Mark, like get get focus on your build. Come on, nah, absurd. Yeah, it's, absurd it's truly behavior. absurd. I really enjoy. I mean, it was it was difficult to watch, but I enjoyed that Mark did not let her off the hook. He's like, well, you called me a pig, yes. and he would not let her go. Yes, and it was very uncomfortable for Vito yes. and Tanya because I think that they're not used to that sort of frank. Despite, you know, peddling their truths, yeah. quote unquote, they're not used to dealing honestly and frankly with, at least with the other contestants. We've, we don't know about them. Yeah, we've said it before. I like Mark a lot. I, I personally think I admire the guy. He seems like a real man of upstanding character. Um, and it's nice to see that interaction. Okay, um, we got to move on to the next topic here is going to be the volleyball. And look, we've been getting a lot of heat online for becoming ronnie and georgia stands we love ronnie and georgia um a lot of people don't like ronnie and georgia we've been getting heat on no we not really we got one tweet we got one tweet um that call <laughs> us bullies or something yes i think i think so but um look we don't want people to unfairly say that we are blind to ronnie and georgia's faults so here we are we're going to yeah. criticize ronnie and georgia let's look, go i love ronnie and georgia the volleyball was going a little bit too far on ronnie's part the teasing was a little bit too far on josh and luke they uh, didn't appreciate it. They're already under the pump, getting their room done, and and they got stung. Like it's kind of funny enough that they underestimated Ronnie and he kicked their butts at volleyball. That was funny enough. Yeah. You don't need to keep harping on it. It's just strange relationships. It makes it really hard for there to be friendship there long term. I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess the one thing I would say is that it seems like Ronnie is just a little bit more comfortable with himself. I don't, okay, so this is, a, this is a reading based on very little data, but I'm just going to go with the sparse data and craft a theory yeah. here. It seems like Ronnie's a bit more comfortable with himself as a man. Than because, last season? Than his no, previous than, season? No, than Josh and Luke. Oh, okay. Because, or I guess I shouldn't talk about Josh, because Josh, was, Josh wasn't involved in the volleyball thing. But Luke was clearly um, ticked off that he was losing. So yeah. there's a pride thing right there. Can't be a graceful loser. And also just seemed like there were some petty um, insults that they were hurling at Ronnie. Like, you think you're that guy. You're not that guy. Which I yeah. read as, you think you're the cool guy. But we're the cool guys. We're the jocks. We're the Love Island boys. We're sexy. Like, I just feel yeah, like they have it. a conception of themselves as, like, the lads. Yeah. And when Ronnie showed them up, that kind of hurt their self-conception. And so I think if you're really, really comfortable with yourself and secure as a person, you wouldn't behave the way that, that Luke behaved, yeah. where they well, were really ticked yeah. just because they lost. Well, you you showed up trying to to pull the wool over Ronnie's <laughs> eyes true. too with, with no, your builder. No, I agree. They, they, their, their biggest strength is their confidence in themselves, which I I applaud them for in certain ways, like switching the, the layout of their house, I think is probably right. And even focusing on the pool, it's probably the right move because having the pool is more important than having a nice hallway when it comes to selling these things, probably. Um, but I th- yeah, you're probably right. I think the reason that we like Ronnie and Georgia, especially Ronnie in my case, was when he was on the 2017 season, I felt like he was getting bullied by the, the cool kids, Sticks and... Uh, uh, what was Josh, the other and Josh? Josh and Elise. Yeah, Josh and Sticks were kind of... I, I felt like they were a bit mean to him. They called him a zookeeper at one point because he looked... 
a bit like a zookeeper in his outfit. And it just wasn't very nice, I thought. And so we really um, got on Team Ronnie and Georgia. And I, we, I think we really liked them. But I felt like he was kind of doing the same thing to, to Josh and Luke there. And yeah didn't love to see it yeah actually i'm gonna raise something that we we've neglected to mention last week but when ronnie and georgia won the getaway with tanya and Vito, yes. they pulled exactly the same move that we were outraged that josh and elise had pulled right. in their 2017 season where they didn't want to go on the getaway yeah that's that that was bullying like that wasn't yeah, very nice that, and i'm very surprised right. to see ronnie and georgia there in the role of the bullies i mean it worked out okay it looked like they actually went on the trip and had fun in the end whereas josh and elise did not uh actually go but yeah, we didn't didn't love to see that. I'm actually just going to back up to where you said it was the right decision to focus on the pool. I disagree. The boys have no cash. <laughs> Scotty told them weeks ago, like, mates, you can't afford the pool. What are you doing? And so they actually they actually needed to win Hallway Week because mm. they have no money for the pool. Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. You're right in the conceit of the show, but the reality of the show is that budgets don't exist. Mm. they always find a way. How are they affording it? They're not even doing the cheap plunge pool. They're doing the proper, like, pouring concrete pool. It's so expensive to do this. I don't know how they're doing it. The block just finds a way. They mm. call in favors. The producers behind the scenes are greasing the wheels. They're, you, you know, you get Fabian. You need a Tyler. Oh, well, what about Fabian, the best Tyler in all of Melbourne? Why doesn't he rock up? Of course. Like, that's not a normal thing to happen. You just yeah. find... I bet they didn't even pay Fabian. They didn't pay Jesse for tiling either. On Like, Tanya and Vito didn't. These things just happen. So it's probably better for them to just say, look, we're doing the pool. We're going to dig it ourselves, like they said, and forget the hallway. The last thing we should probably touch on before we dive into the rooms is the fact that Kirsty lost her nan this week. I felt it was really sleazy the way that the show seemingly yeah. capitalized on this very raw moment. Mm -hmm. um, I felt extremely uncomfortable watching it. Watching it like three or four times. Yeah, and an extended clip. It was like, yeah. it was way too long and unnecessary and it was just a bit gauche. So everyone wants to help out. They get together, talk about making a schedule. Houses one and two actually do help. No word on what, if anything, houses three or four did, whatever. Um, yeah, there was supposed, be, there, was supposed bad. there was supposed to be a rotation. Yeah, so not so not everyone but, could just yeah. need to help. Let's yeah. just. But even I mean, even what they're able to do, they paint some boards. Ronnie does paint the stairs, at least most of them, I guess. I'm not sure if he painted everything on the stairs, but he did a significant chunk that helps. But really, Polly did everything. That builder is incredible. Polly's incredible. Polly managed the whole build. It's it's wild what he does. It makes you wonder really what contestants, if you have a good build team, what do you actually have to do other than, of course, styling and helping out. Jesse's on the tools. Jesse's all the time. A, yeah, but he wasn't that day, and it was under control. Planning, I think planning. A lot and of uh, yeah, it's mostly planning. It's a most mostly it's a project management show. It's not really about building the house. None of these guys, none of these contestants are tradies. Right. I think we should take a break before heading into the rooms. All right. Okay, so House One, Ronnie and Georgia. They have two beautiful hallways, obviously exquisitely made. They're making it an art gallery. It fits perfectly with the rest of the house. Uh, for me, it's not really a comfortable space, to be honest. It's a little narrow. It's uh, really narrow. Yeah. Well, like most of the hallways are really uncomfortably narrow. You can't walk to a breast. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can sort of stand and shuffle sideways and look at the artwork. The artwork's amazing. And they have the cash to buy amazing works of art. They had a huge advantage in that way. And they made a really nice hallway. Both of them were, were really nice. Um, they didn't present a powder. 
this room, so just the hallways. I, I, for me, it's not a livable house though with that hallway because that's the front door. Yeah. Like, they they had the little um, table at the end of the hallway where you can put your keys or whatever. I don't know. Does Australia not get? Do you not wear coats? Is yeah. my question. <laughs> it does like, not what get do cold. you do? You cu- but none of these houses, except Kirsty and Jesse, have some storage for coats. Maybe. Yeah. I don't but know. No one else is I guess coming I... in with boots and coats and. Well, they they did have in the laundry. Some people were saying looked like you would come in. Maybe the laundry side. Maybe there's a side door. You come in. You put your boots there, and then the front is really just just for guests. For guests, That's or cool. when you're, I don't know, just Maybe. cruising down the catwalk. That's a really restricted so, functionality. Yeah, then. so I, I don't know. That livably, it was beautiful, but livably, uh, I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, and I think the art gallery, again, I'm with you. It was beautiful and such a, an amazing idea, having that dual functionality. Like, especially if you're an art lover, being able to change that space up. And um, that's amazing. Uh, however, it would be nice. I think you had said earlier, it'd be nice to have a bench in there, like a little mm-hmm. bit wider and then a bench to sit and appreciate the art. Yeah. Because yes. otherwise you're just kind of shuffle again, shuffling along and you can't really see multiple works at once. If yeah. you're in an art gallery, you can really see how the works play off of each other. But I think that hallway is too narrow to yeah. do that. Would it have worked to have art on both walls? So you like, I don't know, go back That's, and forth. Maybe I think not. that would have, ex- no, that would have accentuated how narrow it is. Yeah. I, I don't know. It looked weird, but maybe this is just the way rich people live. They like to have hallways like that. Uh, I will say, just as a point of difference here, the art curate the art curation by Georgia took a lot of advanced planning, and I want to contrast that with the study nook of Vito and Tanya, <laughs> which didn't have enough light and could easily have had the Velux there, but they didn't plan enough in advance. Mm-hmm. And then by the time they got to that room, they would have had to rip up the whole ceiling to put in a natural light. Yeah. It's just it just is such a a painful error of poor planning. Like there's one thing if it's the house you're given and there's not much you can do to change the the layout or the whatever some architectural feature, but if it's totally preventable and it's simply because you planned poorly, I mean, as a buyer, it's hard for me to swallow that. It's hard for me to be like, yeah, I'll give you several million dollars, but you could have planned this slightly better. Like, Georgia clearly was planning that artwork. Yes. And this actually, now this raises a side question of, I thought you weren't allowed to advance plan. What's considered advanced planning? Because she's contacting those artists to commission entire works of art. You could use art in any of the guest rooms, though. It's a really gray area. Like, you could, yeah. That's true. Art's a gray area. Let's talk about House 3, since you brought up House 3. Yeah. Um, they present their hallway, their little study nook and a powder room, and also all their like fuse box and whatever. I actually don't know where you're supposed to put a fuse box. Like, it seems like they would get you're going to get heck for it no matter what, so I don't blame them for that. The study nook is so tiny. It looked all right, but it really is a study nook for a multi-million dollar house. Like, why can't you have a nice library or, or like a really proper home, home office. office study? Yeah, yes. it's ridiculous. Yes, because this is what, this is if we are working from home, which a lot of people do, or even if you're not, you just you just want to have some work from home capability for the weekends or whatever, or just gaming. I don't know something. Everybody's got somewhere where they have a computer set up in their house. They do, and this is not sufficient. Yeah, especially in a multi-million dollar home. No. But, but this, yeah, this again brings this point up yeah, that you raised yeah. with Ronnie and George's house. Maybe rich people live differently. <laughs> but uh, we have a friend um, from Melbourne, Jean, and she raised an interesting point that a lot of times what these houses are being used for and what they're being groomed for is Airbnb. Yeah. They're just shelved and they're going to be rented out to Airbnb. That has to be the case because if you are really living there, you need to have, I mean, everybody's got a computer. Where are you working? Where are you, where do you have your computer? In this st- little study, look, a lot of the houses don't even have that. Mm-hmm. And this is throughout the year. And this is not just Tanya and Vito. Other teams throughout the years have done similar things where the, all they have, if anything, is a little desk in the corner of the kitchen or something for their computer. It's just silly. 
So yeah, so yeah, that's, that's not, a big that's a livable. big point of confusion for me. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe this Airbnb thing has holds a lot of water, and that's what's yeah. going on, which take which really actually kind of ruins the magic for me. Yeah, but we'll get into those details when you get to auction season. But I'm totally with you. That's it ruins it a little bit. Anyway, moving on, artwork. I don't even. Oh, right, the quotes. The no, quotes they're cringy. Terrible. They're terrible. Cringy as anything. Darling, you're different. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, okay, oh, I guess. Man. But you're also the same as all it, the other well, billions Neil of put humans. It well. I got to appreciate Neil judging this room. It was th- those were so cheap. Yeah. And then we get to the powder room. And... Well, we watched the Dan and Danny walk arounds, and I think Danny said they're just immature. Yeah, it's are. just an immature understanding because it's trying to make yourself feel good because you're different I than guess. others and you're it's unique and you're special and very teenage. It's very teenage. Sort of, yeah, yeah, it strikes me as a teenage yeah. room. I don't like it. No. Um, the powder room mirror is. Oh my god, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I just really the, the don't like it. The tongue and the lipstick. I think when they showed that, I didn't even know. It didn't register with me what it was. And then it's a mirror. You can only use half of it, even if it was a nice decal. And oh, it's geez. awful. It's brutal. Brutal. Uh, Sorry. The worst coming down. The worst like, item in any this. house, maybe ever. Uh, it's honestly, on the list. I can't it's on think the list. of a you know worse what? item. Listeners, uh, if you're listening to this, <laughs> tweet at us at Talking Block. What are the worst items that have yes. ever been used in the block? We can okay? find the worst items. This, the worst items in all. Yeah. This so is this wearing is, the crown right now. Right can now. Can we unseat it? Well, I might be able to unseat it right now because I'm thinking now of Mark and Duncan's bathroom. Oh, my God. <laughs> with okay. the gold bull <laughs> horns and this and hers. Oh, and is it, what about that urinal? The urinal or whatever? Oh my they goodness! A, yeah. Oh, this was an incredible season. We haven't watched every single season of the block. Yeah, we have to confess that uh, we, because we've been pr- criticizing Tanya and Vito pretty hard for our new theory that they've never seen it. We've actually not seen every season. No, we, seen we have to season, come clean. However, we, we also didn't apply to be on the block. So no. if we did, we would definitely do our homework and watch every season. Yes, just but a anyway, we did see the All Star season where Dan and Danny were the All Stars and whatever. And Mark and Duncan, this team, they made the worst house. Uh, you, you've ever seen if you haven't seen those episodes i mean don't you don't have to watch a whole season but maybe just go to the bathroom reveal they and make the kitchen. like a lot the kitchen all i'm gonna say yeah so their bathroom, cowhide backsplash yeah in the kitchen in the kitchen in the bathroom is like a log cabin with with a urinal in your own home <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> why would you do that anyway i trying okay, to so yank all, us back on okay, course here. all time yeah sorry we got to get back on on schedule but please tweet at us all time worst yes, items we're gonna pop that mirror on there mirror on the right urinal <laughs> all right we'll circle back to house two mitch and mark really basic um hallway they didn't do much they were really smart to get the high pages lever going get their whole house cladded so that's a huge advantage yeah, but for how basic it was, when we watched the Dan and Danny yeah. walkthroughs, there were a lot of defects. Like, apparently really, the floor heights yeah. don't match up, the the walls are not the, level. The door was sideways, or not sideways, but off. Yeah, not level. Something. There was something not level Something was wrong frame. with the door. It wasn't, anyway, watch the Dan and Danny walkarounds if you haven't. They're really Very interesting. Dan, it's something he obviously knows. He says, oh yeah, we were telling the boys that their floor heights are out, and then they put this little... I don't know, connector point. I can't remember what that's called that connects the two floor heights. And it just looks cheap. Uh, this is a defect, a known defect. Is it not in the defect report? It might be. We There's a lot of the judging that we don't see. Yeah. So maybe, it's possible they know about it. But then the judges, why is this not? I, I Maybe it's on the editors then because the editors are only showing us the judges talking about the styling. And I would really like to see more judging on the quality of the build yeah i completely agree yeah. i mean we're we've been harping on this but i'm gonna harp on it again listen producers if you're listening to this we are hungry and we know you are for you to give us more credit than you're giving us yeah 
as watchers. I want to the best as parts of the of block your... is when I learn about building a house. I right. want I and love we the notice, diagrams. We, we, we remember yes. when Dan and Keith have said this is a defect and the judges just blow by it. Maybe they're not just blowing by it, but you have to show us that so that because it sounds I, like you're whenever Scotty breaks it down for us and he says, okay, this is what this terminology means. Here's a little vignette little showing us how this works. We're going to level these floors or whatever. That's the best. I want more of that. Give us more of that. Less styling. Okay, let's move on to Josh and Luke now. Yes. Uh, so the boys in this week, they were they were barely humbled. Tried, yeah. They barely tried, but then they, they left this sorry note, this really humble, apologetic. And the judges just ate it up. They love a chastened grovel. <laughs> they love people to just kiss their feet. And yeah. I'm so sorry that I didn't do this. So, so they were fine on the boys, even though it's a pathetic performance. They focused on their pool. They can't do time management. I kind of feel sorry for them, though, because when you look at the house that they're building, like it's not in the same league. I know. And the editors on the actual the, the show. As the All-Stars and Christy and Jesse. And You're right. I'm, I, I'm wor- like Dan and Danny, the walk-arounds, Danny said she's worried the house isn't going to sell. I'm, I don't kind of with on, her. On, on the normal show, like the major, the main episodes, the editors make it seem like it's not that bad. But seriously, those Dan and Dannys, they, they, you can tell that Dan thinks the house is just, just a dog's breakfast. And he's there every single day. You know, he knows what's going on behind, behind the scenes and the nitty gritty with the builders. They're in, they're in a lot of trouble. I, I, I give them a lot of credit for um, changing their plans. And I think focusing on the pool might have been right because they've maybe ensured that they will get one. And otherwise they were in even major, yeah, even more Yeah, maybe they actually trouble. know about how the producers will make sure that they finish the house yeah. secretly. Because it seems like that always happens. So maybe done. they're like, well, we'll just start it because they can't just leave us. Because yeah. they've never left someone high and dry, have they? No, Tess and Luke were in so much trouble, even more trouble than this, and they won. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, but at least they're selling some of their hideous items. Like That's the really smart. Yeah, I always wonder why they don't do more of that. I remember Jess and Norm uh, doing that a lot a few few years ago, mm-hmm. and they were making on Gumtree. On Gumtree. She's selling things all the time, wheeling and dealing, getting some cash back here and there. And um, maybe they do that. Maybe all the contestants are doing that, but it seems really smart yeah. because they're always buying extra stuff. Yeah. Where does it go? Like, sell it. Okay, moving on to Jesse and Kirsty here. Um, I want to say that this uh, first first things first. I would this is the most livable for me. There's a Easily, mud room. Yeah. I can sit down and put my shoes on. I can put my coat somewhere. I can they have more space. It's, yeah, just more yeah. storage space. Um, but they did have an exposed fuse box, just like Tanya and Vito. Tanya and Vito got roasted for it. The yeah. judges are not consistent, or they are, and we're not seeing it. Yeah. But I'm sorry. We've had the judges say in previous clips a ten is perfection. Okay, but it's not perfection if it it's has not. that same defect that you were criticizing know, in another house. And also, I did notice that the gingham wallpaper is mismatched right behind Neil's head in one of the shots. You can see that it's there's two sheets and they're not yeah. lined up, and it drives me crazy even in that brief little flash. So if you're giving a ten, yeah, they're not the judges mean nothing to me. Like well, they don't mean. I think they I mean, choose they don't the winner. Mean nothing. They usually they, choose yeah, the right exactly. winner. Exactly. I think they're they're working yeah. within constraints, and yeah. they're obviously very talented in their own rights. But I think within the conceit of the show, I'm annoyed. Because it's yes. this conceit that it's like a totally fair, consistent judging. Yeah, and this it's is not. really a six out of ten or whatever. It's it's not. It, the the scores are basically meaningless. Other than the winner is usually the best room, but even then, they sometimes yeah, you, like you said, they sometimes harp on things. It seems maybe they get blinded by if they really love a room, they're just going to look over the some emotional of the appeal. The emotion, they, yeah, they get swept away the on the appeal. story, and then yeah, they're not. Like, maybe that's what sells houses. It. I don't know, but I would also like to know more about the actual problems with the room. Like if I was buying the house, yeah. emotional appeal is fine, but I have to assume that it's built properly and sometimes <laughs> right. it's not. Yeah. Um, just a little note I had down that the shell chandelier is, I really love because it's, 
sort of oh, yeah. a subtle yeah. um, loves shells sticking now, it eh? to the judges. Now they love shells, mm-hmm. right? They're not kitsch anymore. That shell chandelier, it's like the exact same shells that they yeah. had in the, the towel racks earlier. And, you know, good on them other than the hallway, which was pretty nice and actually livable, like you said, put somewhere, put your shoes, etc. They also delivered an entire bathroom. Oh my gosh, it's incredible what they did. Yeah, they deserve the win just for how much they did this week, the yeah. spaces that they presented. Um just a side note, though, they have these clear doors as well as I think everyone else has these clear yeah, doors. Maybe that's like, really on what trend. What is going on? Twenty twenty one. I don't want people just peering it's into right. my front door. <laughs> this is strange. Nobody has a door anymore. I don't know. Who knows what goes on with rich people's houses? Okay, so let's give our champs and our chumps this week. Um, I can start with my chumps for uh-huh. this week. I have to say the boys. I it's just Which boys? I mean. Uh, sorry, the 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 twins. Well, the twins. The they twins. Sorry, finish, yeah, so they didn't. To... They didn't finish. I mean, sorry, they didn't finish. So yeah, they it... lose automatically, basically. Basically, they lose automatically. But if we're gonna limit ourselves to completed hallways, still the boys. Still, <laughs> it looks. <laughs> it just doesn't look right. It sorry, it doesn't look right. No, not for me. For me, the chumps is Tanya and Vito. I can't live in that house with that mirror. But those are removable things. I, right? th- I could finish a hallway. Yeah. and the, Oh, that's true. And then they could have put a skylight in. I don't like that. The starting. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Fair enough. But I'm going to stick with the twins. You have Tanya and Vito. Yeah. Ch- uh, champs this week. Um, Kirstie and Jesse. I could actually live there and put my shoes on and stuff. Yeah. Kirstie and Jesse's is the champs. They didn't have skylights either. It was uh, Danny was saying she thought it was dark and she didn't like the uh, in-floor lighting. I thought the in-floor lighting was cool. I, I, I thought it I was know? comfortable. Yeah. What do I know? But it seemed comfortable. When they opened the door, it looked like a home and... Uh, Ronnie and George's, for example, as well made as it was, looked like an art gallery. It was as it was intended to. So not too homey. Well, that brings us to the end of our show for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Before we go, I do want to say that we had a couple of responses from you on the All World All Star Mm -hmm. Challenge, letting us know who your five top teams would be on the block of your dreams. And I'm going to actually pop up all the nominations that we've received on our Twitter, and you're going to be able to vote for the next week. We're going to have a master vote. We're going to find out who the block community wants for the next All-Stars. Let's make it happen. Right. And, you know, with that, we're going to reveal our final nomination. That's right. We had, before before this season, we had discussed Ronnie and Georgia being yes. our dream. They're already on it. Our dreams have come true. Yep. So now we're going to replace them <laughs> with a new dream team, Builder Polly. Yeah. New coming into the scene, just based on last week, pretty yep, much. Yeah, based on last week. And um, Deb of Andy at Deb. And we would like Andy hanging around on site yeah. because he's very entertaining. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, So thank you so much for being with us for this week's discussion of events. We're looking forward to next week. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at Talk and Block. On Instagram at Talk and Block. You can email us at talkandblock at gmail.com. Looking forward to hearing from you. Let's get stuck out of it.